Hello and welcome to another episode of ESG Voices. This podcast series sheds light on the opportunities and challenges within the environmental, social and governance space through interviews with ESG specialists from KPMG and beyond. Throughout this series, we will discuss a broad range of global ESG issues, providing insights geared to a more sustainable future for everyone. There is increasing pressure to embed ESG and sustainable practices throughout organisations and within their business models. And when tackling ESG issues, there is a broad range of approaches. But what is clear is that innovation and new ways of doing things are needed to create change that has real, lasting impact. To unlock hidden potential and encourage growth, businesses should consider authentic strategies that include their stakeholders along the way. But what is an ESG strategy? How is it good for business? And why is it a critical step toward a better tomorrow? Today, I am joined by Stina Lisa Hatterstad Bratsberg, Head of Strategy and Transformation in EMA Region ESG Hub KPMG in Norway, and Benedicta Willemsen Grieg, Chief Strategy Officer Konsberg Digital, an organisation that's helping enable the green shift by digitising industries across the globe. Stina and Benedicta, welcome to the podcast. Let's dive straight in. Stina, can I come to you first? What does a good ESG strategy look like and why is it important for business? A good ESG strategy is a strategy that is alive, alive throughout the whole organization. And it's actually activated and also implemented throughout the whole organization. And that's where they come the complicated part. But let's take it more strategically. So a strategy or ESG strategy defines the company's ambitions, the goals and the concrete KPIs when it comes to how they tackle both the environmental issues, and especially it comes to climate and biodiversity in nature, it comes to how they treat their own people and all the people uh, throughout the whole value chain and the large society that they operate within. So that is the total definition of a good uh, ESG strategy. And it's one thing that is extremely important and it has to be embedded into the core of the business strategy. And when we talk about that, it is really important that it is alignment between the boardroom and the management and the same understanding of the ambitions, the goals and the KPIs. It sounds maybe uh, silly to say that that is a challenge, but sometimes that can be a challenge. And why it is important is because if you do not have a plan or you do not know how to build your business in the way that you both take care of uh, your own people, the society where you operate and the planet, to be honest, you might end up being totally left behind. And that's left behind the development within your sector, within your industry, and you might be not relevant anymore. And to elaborate on that not relevant, that is for stakeholders like capital owners uh, to get the right financial package that you probably need to develop your business is quite a lot of different situation. It means investors, uh, it means future talents, but also relevant when it comes to partnership. And that's where you can probably see the exponential growth going forward, finding the results for the needs that we have to fill and you're not relevant and you're not part of it. And it also comes to the customers. And I can give you some examples later. Thanks, Dina. And how is an ESG strategy related to the overall business strategy? 
I could actually wish it wasn't a name that said ESG strategy because it's a business strategy through an ESG lens that we need to see in the future. And it has to be totally embedded because it has to be embedded in the decision you make when it comes to investments, when it comes to capability building and competence building within your company. And it is not possible to develop a business strategy, I think, today without totally taking care of those issues that we have just mentioned. Just to give you an example, if you want to be in, like, let's take the country where we live, Norway, it is a huge change when it comes to cars. You know, it's EV cars everywhere, oil and gas companies with gasoline stations. It's getting closed. More and more of them are closed or they have to change because they're not people rushing in there, being there for a couple of minutes, filling up uh, the car and leaving again. It's totally changed the customer's behavior. And when the customer behavior is changed, then you have to change your business. And that's related to sustainability. It's definitely a climate issue. It's a uh, climate and nature issue. And if you don't manage to change your business before your consumers, your stakeholders, whether they are financial or other, force you to change it, I'm quite sure that you will lose speed and you will also lose the possibility to grow your business fast. And Stina, what are some of the challenges and opportunities businesses face when implementing an ESG strategy? <laughs> I think uh, some would say it's a lot. Others would say it goes very easily. But I think those who say it goes very easy to implement and activate ESG strategy, they are lying <laughs> because it, it really needs some work. And it's not over done over the night. But I think that to put into some of the most challenging issues probably is the dilemmas. Because you have the dilemmas, whether it's in um, short time and long term return on investments, that's always there, almost, almost there. And I think Benedicta that we will have on the call talking to us now for a couple, just in a couple of minutes. I think they in the leader group there have been a lot of those discussions. When do we need to do the changes that we have wanted to do to be part of the transformation? And it is a transformation that is happening. And transformation means change. And when you have to change, you have also to figure out what are the capabilities and the competences that we need to actually meet the requirements out there and expectations out there. And I think it's one more challenge issue. It's the technology. And it's the technology that really helps you to do the transformation in an efficient way. Uh, When it's the internal technology, uh, when it comes to digitalization and the quality of the data that gives you the right metrics, the right possibility to follow your progress and measure and report. So that's one technology. And the other technology is, uh, again, something probably Vendicta will give us some more ideas around. It's the technology that brings the businesses, the, the whole world, if I could put it that way, forward with new efficient technologies. And um, I think just to, to give you an example again, I would say that we work with a ferry company. The ferry company no longer try to move their ferries around on heavy fuel. So should they go for hydrogen? Uh, should they go for green ammonia? What, 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 what is the best solution for the future? It's the same within shipping. What is the best solution for the future? Are we 100% sure? No, we're not. Uh, And then when it comes to the EV uh, and the battery-driven ferries, the captain on the ship need different capabilities, different competence. And we also then see that the companies behind this needs 
other competence in the leader group and in the whole organization because they're not only into ferry, they're also into battery and investment in battery infrastructure and development to meet the needs. So it's like we see probably more and more challenges uh, when it comes to partnership, the whole value chain and how to interact. But you might call it challenges, but I would say it's huge opportunities for creating business value. And then back to being relevant, whether you are possible to be one of those partners or you're not. Thanks, Stina. Benedicta, I would like to come to you now. Can you tell us why successfully executing an ESG strategy is important to your business? I think building on what Stina has mentioned a lot is that there are a lot of challenges and risks connected to ESG. Uh, the attention to ESG is ever increasing and it's a really key interest for all our stakeholders. It goes for our owners, our investors, our clients, and not least for our existing employees and also our new employees. So I think for all of these stakeholders to really understand how KDI or Kongsberg Digital can contribute and make an impact within ESG, is, is really key to us. I think especially on one side, Kongsberg Digital is a true industrial software as a service SaaS company. We have mainly software in our deliveries and we have by that very little emissions from our own uh, operations. However, we're also for historical reasons, all of our clients or most of our clients is uh, today within um, traditional energy and maritime, which is not considered a very green industry. So for us, it's really important to highlight that uh, what we do uh, for our customers is to make these brown industries better in how they operate today but also at the same time supporting our clients, challenging our clients to work towards the green transition and to speed up the green transition. So I think our ESG strategy, it covers everything from what's more internal looking, covering diversity, data security and cybersecurity. That's, of course, uh, really important to us. Transparency in everything we do, that's kind of the basics and that's our responsibility and this is something we need to have in place. But where we believe as a software company, where we believe we really can make an impact on ESG is through our products and solutions towards our customers. So we really believe that we can support both safer, smarter and greener operations for our customers. And that goes within these more brown industries of today. But given also the huge focus towards energy security, we believe that we are also positioned in the right place here. But for the future, uh, and we already have a lot of initiatives and activities ongoing in renewables, we will support and challenge our customers and clients towards both offshore wind and carbon capture is a really natural uh, area for us where we already uh, are present. Hydrogen, uh, batteries, and really what we do is to build an industry agnostic uh, software, which we can apply to any heavy assets. Uh, industry. And today, most of our products is software that creates a more efficient solution for the operating phase. And unfortunately, uh, most of the renewable energy is not there yet. For many years or several years to come, there will be main activities in the planning phase. And that's where we also try to move into so we're actually invested in a company where uh, we also look into acquisitions 
to position us more in the early phases of operations to make sure that we do not miss the train uh, in the green transition and that we are positioned also to, um, to take the same leading position as we have in traditional energy today, also in renewable energies. I really agree with that point, Benedicta, because that shows that the question we had earlier about is it really business relevant <laughs> and how can it be business relevant? I think by just your title, being Chief of Strategy, but I know you're also Chief of <laughs> Sustainability, but you just embedded into the strategy work you do, you show that these are huge investments. I mean, it's it's seriously huge decisions to make both from the boardroom and from the management. And you do that to be prepared and not for you to be prepared, but for your clients, to for all of your clients as well in the transformation that they stand in. And one thing I think is a little bit interesting that you maybe could tell a little bit more about, Benedicta, is the relationship between your and your clients, because I I feel it's getting more and more partnership than than the client uh, seller, (laughs) if you could put it that way. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And that's a very good point. We have some huge clients and uh, we work really closely with them. We've been selected as their digital partner to really challenge and support them in both making the existing uh, traditional energy base more efficient, smarter, safer and greener by, for example, uh, enhancing transparency, ensuring a single source of truth for data, ensuring efficiency, removing people from offshore to onshore, just as examples. But we also do a lot of initiatives as their digital innovation partner toward carbon capture, even smart cities um, and uh, offshore wind. And uh, yeah, that's just uh, a few of uh, the activities we're doing uh, with them. So on our largest clients talk about us, they do talk about us as uh, also their partner um, and digitalization partner. So that's important to us and also very interesting. And I think that is maybe one of the trends that we really see within sustainability. And uh, uh, when we talk about ESG strategy or sustainability strategies, is that the value chain or the, the, the whole way of doing business is getting more, more and more merged Uh, Because the challenge we're facing is just too large uh, that one actor can solve it by themselves. So we need to collaborate uh, to find the best solutions. And then the the end of the day, everybody will earn on it. And and hopefully you will have a lot of revenue, (laughs) you know, just to gain more revenue instead of uh, seeing all that we challenge just as hurdles or uh, challenges, see it more as opportunities. Yeah, very good point. And Benedicta, why is it critical to involve an organization's management, employees and external stakeholders during this process? Yeah, that's also um, really key to us. It's really key, especially uh, we have really focused on the internal impact of clarifying and um, embedding our sustainability ambition and goals internally in the company. We are a company with more than thousand employees and most of them are quite young developers so they actually are quite high demanding and interested in uh, ESG and uh, having uh, a broader purpose uh, that's linked to uh, to these broader challenges so they really need to understand how we are making an impact and how we're utilizing our position um, and utilizing our resources to actually make a good impact uh, with our solutions and also 
So it has been really important for us towards our owners. We're fully owned by Kongsberg Group, which is a public company in uh, in Norway. And they have also ESG very high on their agenda. So they're also pushing us in the right direction. While at the same time, we have a completely different profile when it comes to what we do. We are pure software company, which is quite different from them. And we're uh, not least, they're a 200 and many years old industrial company, uh, while we're a startup in fast scaling. We have a different uh, group of employees and also stakeholders. We've also actually announced that we are targeting um, NIPO to to take uh, Kongsberg Digital public, which also sets requirements of how we're able to communicate our impact when it comes to ESG and how we take our responsibility here uh, seriously. And that goes all the way from ensuring we have proof points and good examples of uh, how our solutions actually reduce uh, fuel consumption, uh, how they actually make a safer work environment for for the people uh, offshore and how we actually reduce uh, emissions to also uh, the reporting part of that that we are able to be transparent of yeah what we do and our activities so uh, so this is uh, really key but i think especially it goes towards that this is a transition it's a transformation journey uh, that goes for us as a company but not least for our clients uh, and the underlying energy transition um, that we hope to take a key part in. I think I would like to applaud the way that you have engaged the whole management group as well, because I've been lucky to work with you uh, on this uh, part of this work here. And it has been so important that the management in your company really understands the goals, the KPIs, and, and how can we measure? Because it's not that easy to measure what we are talking about. So how you have involved everybody in the way that you actually figure out what are the measuring that we can do, that we can do together with our clients and that we need to do by ourselves, as you said earlier. I think that has been very concrete. And I think that is one of the success factors as well. Keep it less goals, less KPIs, but do it uh, in a way that you actually can measure that you're moving in the right direction. Yeah, I fully agree. And I think one of the success factors there is that we are completely aligned in the whole management team uh, and also the company uh, of uh, the fact that we can make a difference. So we are here to make a difference in the transition. Our purpose is to make a better tomorrow for business people and society through our solutions and uh, and really to change how people work. So uh, it, it is very closely linked to our ESG strategy. So they go quite naturally uh, also hand in hand. And finally, what is your recommendation to businesses who are struggling to implement a robust and meaningful ESG strategy? I can start, Benedicta, and we can uh, elaborate on this together. But I think it's really important that you not try to grasp over everything. So be very concrete on what is really material for your business and where do you actually have the authority or or are in the position to make changes? And where do you also have the impact to, to not, I'm not saying force, but at least stimulate others to be part of those changes, as you were mentioning right now, Benedicta, how important it is with this partnership. And I think if you manage to prioritize, then it's much easier to succeed with implementing your 
uh, ESG work or your sustainability goals and ambitions into your core business. And as you mentioned as well, Bendicta, transparency. I mean, we, you you won't manage to reach all your goals. You won't manage to be the best at everything. But transparency, I guess, is really important. I don't know what you think. Oh, I I fully agree with that. And I think, as I mentioned a little bit earlier as well, that the, one of the things that has been the success criteria for us is to try to connect our ESG strategy with our purpose of the business. Focus on what is the problem we are actually trying to solve uh, with our products, with our services, and how we try to create value for our shareholders. And this, I think, is the only way to have a meaningful ESG strategy, which will have broad support across both employees and, and management and, and other shareholders. I think that is what to see that clear link and understand that clear link is what really motivates and give direction. So if we should give an advice, would it be that businesses should look through their business strategy to through an ESG lens because stakeholders are actually have that as an expectation. Yeah, absolutely. But I think also there are different ways of making a difference. It's important to figure out where you can make the biggest difference and identify where that is and how that matches. Uh, because in any business, it's tough prioritization that will bring you forward. Uh, and if it doesn't make sense connected to the business strategy, um, it's difficult to have a sustainable support uh, in the wider organization uh, and also to your shareholders. So I think uh, that that would be my recommendation to really spend time on figuring out how this relates to, to the purpose of your own business. I think that is summarizing it extremely well. I started with saying that <laughs> what will be a successful business strategy, it's like activating your strategy and there's no way you can activate a strategy in a company unless it's relevant for everybody in your company and your surroundings and stakeholders. Stina Benedicta, I appreciate you taking the time to speak with me today. You've given our listeners valuable insights on the importance of meaningful ESG strategies and critical considerations for businesses as they embark on this journey. Join us again next time to hear more from leaders and innovators within ESG. You can also find our latest insights covering a range of ESG topics by visiting kpmg.com forward slash ESG. Thanks for listening.